on today's episode of The One Upbeat. We finally count down the top five game scores of the decade. You'll hear entries number five through one only here on The One Upbeat. Okay, here we go. We're into the big boys now. The first of our top five is the incredible Joe Hisashi's score to the second Nino Kuni game. We crowned the first game score the best of 2010, and Hisashi is no slouch here in the second game. The game itself I didn't enjoy as much. Studio Ghibli itself wasn't involved at all. There were no gorgeous cutscenes. There were, wasn't the same type of story. It wasn't a sequel to the first game at all, you know, plot-wise. Thank goodness for us, Hisashi was the only main creative force to return from Ghibli. Everyone knows how good Joe Hisashi's music is. If you somehow don't, just go a, do a quick search on it for his stuff. It'll consume you for the weekend. You'll find the original soundtracks, then all the arrangement soundtracks, and you'll have them on loop and loop and on and on and on forever. So what's next for Nino Kuni? Will there be a third game? Level 5 has a way of driving their franchises into the ground pretty consistently. I saw Nino Kuni 2 for a deep discount pretty quickly online, and then they threw out an anime movie and then some other stuff. Seems like they might have already hit that oversaturation point, but we'll see. I see there's another mobile game too. With no new Ghibli movie out for a while, it would be nice to get another Hisashi score in the same style, but for now, let's take a listen to Hisashi score for Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. <laughs> Thank you. 
We're back to revisit my favorite score from last year, Jedi Fallen Order. This is really high up for this score, I'll admit. I kept wondering if I was being too generous to the score just because it was recent, but the more I listened to it, the more I realized the score is just totally for me. Let's be real. Star Wars got me into soundtracks in general, like it did for a lot of people. The nice thing is that since we last spoke, Fallen Order received an official soundtrack release. The over three hour long soundtrack includes most of the music from the game and is technically the first Star Wars game soundtrack to get a commercial release. Others have had file dumps on websites and on SoundCloud. This would be followed up by another official release for Star Wars Squadrons this year at the time of release. You can tell the Disney folk are starting to get a lot more comfortable with Star Wars game soundtrack releases. I'm sure I speak for 99% of the soundtrack fans when I say that I hope this will eventually lead to the movies themselves getting their long-needed expanded releases. I mean, we got it for Solo a couple weeks ago. Please enjoy a great suite of music from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order by Gordy Hobb and Stephen Barton, our number four best score of the decade.
I don't know if this is a controversial opinion, but when it comes to short games with Austin Windery sores, I'm a much bigger fan of Abzu over Journey. Journey was cool at the end. I understood what it was going for at that point, but Abzu was a wonder from start to finish for me. The ocean was gorgeous, and the soundtrack made it feel like another world. I like when a composer experiments and does something a little outside the box, and they get way more credit when they go outside the box and do it well as, as well. You know, there's a lot of outside-the-box art that gets a lot of praise just for being outside the box, even when it stinks. That wasn't the case with Windery's Erica last year, which is why I made my best of the year list. Abzu is just trying to be beautiful. It is beautiful, it's inspiring and uplifting, and I'll always appreciate that in music. There's no overabundance of beauty and optimism in art these days. Most of the time, we get the opposite. We thrive on feeling pain, tragedy, misery, hopelessness. Everyone acts like they're afraid of being too cheesy if they warm your heart. Hell, even a lot of cartoons these days try to make you cry in a sad way. Uplifting music should be celebrated and beloved. That's Abzu. Abzu is easily my favorite Austin Winery score, and I hope we hear more beautiful traditional music from him again like this very soon. No offense at all to works like Erica and The Pathless. They're incredible, but we need more great composers like Winery making our hearts sing.
The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is a monumental game. I feel like it's really the first open world game to fully realize the potential of open world. Games are meant to be played, and their worlds are meant to be played in. Up to this point, most open world games give you specific tasks to do, and a lot of them. They're pretty diverse in what sorts of things they let you do, different genres of gameplay in one, but when you're just sort of left to your own, in games such as Grand Theft Auto, you can basically just drive around and run from the cops and that's it. There's not that much interacting with the world. In Breath of the Wild, they let you goof around with everything. People experiment with how quickly they can get from one place to another on the map. They come up with creative ways to use the environment to defeat enemies. And trying to outsmart the game is half of the fun of it. Speaking of experimentation, the music to this game is very different than the previous game's music. It's much more minimalistic. People were a bit put off by it, though. I don't know if that's a vocal minority, but I think the music is brilliant. One of the smart game design decisions they made was to set it in a post-apocalyptic world, where Link was awoken 100 years after his failure to defeat Ganon. He finds the world in ruins, and it's fun to try to piece together the clues of what happened before, what's happened in the 100 years since, and see what remains, the memories. There's not much in the world. No gigantic towns, the castles is in pieces, under the control of the dark forces. And with everything empty, the game's music is very minimalistic too. It's mostly quiet, ambient piano music, only supported when something big happens by the rest of the orchestra. With that, it's a piano-heavy score. 
It's like the world itself, where most of it but the land has been stripped away after a hundred years. It's like the orchestra went through that same disintegration over time, leaving mostly just the piano left behind. There's a ton of music in the game. I'm basically just going to share the opening, the sinister Hyrule Castle music that kind of freaks you out after the game has been mostly just solo piano, the final battle music, where you can hear the culmination of everything coming together, but still the heavy emphasis on piano, and the absolutely stunning January 2017 trailer music that'll give you chills. It's an original tune just for the trailer that they put at the end of the five disc original soundtrack. This game deserves this spot big time. Please enjoy this selections from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with music by Manaka Kataoka, Yasuaki Iwata, and Hajime Wakai.
Will anyone agree with me on number one? Not likely. This is a personal number one choice. The previous entries were all great in different ways. Kid Icarus Uprising's soundtrack is excellent in every way. The three and a half hour soundtrack with an all-star team of composers writing non-stop amazing music is just so much more than so many soundtracks. And it was for a handheld game. The 2012 3DS game is a masterpiece through and through. The graphics are incredible, the story is surprisingly wonderful, the voice acting is lovable instead of cringy, and the music drives it all forward. It's non-stop action, scored to a scripted scene most of the time. It's unbelievable. It's an achievement that's not nearly as appreciated as it should be. Man, I'm almost at a loss for words for how good this score is. I still remember the first time I saw the first trailer for the game, and that main theme, the one we'll play first, played out while we saw a game that nobody could believe was running on the 3DS. My ears were flipping out. What a score. Mm. Here's selections from Kid Icarus Uprising. With music by Motoi Sakuraba of Tales, Golden Sun, and Dark Souls fame. Yuzo Koshiro of Streets of Rage, Ease, and Revenge of Shinobi fame. Noriyuki Iwadare of Phoenix Wright, Lunar, and Grandia fame. Masafami Takada of Killer7, No More Heroes, and Godhand fame. Yasunori Mitsuda of Xenoblade, Chrono Trigger, and Shadow Hearts fame, and Hirokazu Tanaka of Kid Icarus, Super Mario Land, and Mother fame as special thanks. Our number one game score of the decade. Enjoy.
Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sinsound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to Tee Public to get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>